MLB postseason rewards are handed out. The CMP remains unchanged. And your hot topic is briefly discussion of the major headlines in the NBA. And don't forget, we return to your podcast stations January 6th. Hope you enjoy. Happy holidays. Hello and welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Baitland. And this is episode 36, recording on November 15th, 2018. Special, special Thursday episode for everybody listening. Special. Why is it special? Well, I... I do do we want to go in? No, let's not go in right now. Let's not go in right now. Well, we'll go in, in, in right a little now. bit. Let you right guys now. know exactly what our recording schedule is. But you know how we do it here. Everyone has an opinion on sports. But if you are truly a, an expert or an analyst on one of these networks, ESPN, FSU, not FSU, whoa, FS1, whoa, <laughs> they might need it. Uh, they they might need one. They might need an yeah. analyst. FSU yeah. definitely might need an definitely. analyst. Um, you'd be you'd be out there making millions of dollars as a general manager, or somebody betting in Vegas, but you're not. You're just like us. So I think that we should sit back, relax, and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world because I don't know and you don't know Jack. Jack. Let's get into some shout-outs. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and shout Throw my hands up and shout Throw my hands back and shout Come on now Just wanted to give a shout-out Shout out, 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 got some big major shout outs for a couple of MB- MLB standouts, that's right, the MLB, the MLB awards have been announced, and uh, we're just going to highlight a couple of big ones that kind of stuck out to us. A couple of. There's quite a few, actually. Yeah, there's quite a few. Quite about a six few. of them. Yeah. <laughs> couple. Couple's one, like two. One, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. Uh, yeah, so from the Baby Braves, Ronald Acuna Jr. wins the NL Rookie of the Year. I am so excited about this. Yes. Super, super happy for him. I thought he had a great year. Obviously, he had a couple of injuries, but in total, he was a huge, huge um uh what what am I trying to say? <laughs> he was a big bright spot for the Atlanta Braves after they thought that they were rebuilding. Mm. They're no longer rebuilding because they have a true superstar in Ronald Acuna Jr. Again, congrats to, to him. him. Yes. And congrats to Shohei Otani. The That was a beautiful way to say that. Beautiful man. pronunciation. Look at you. Look I, at I mean you. it's almost like I hear it said all the time. You could you, <laughs> you could be an analyst on the ESPN. Look oh yeah. And know nothing. Just like us. <laughs> know nothings. <laughs> uh yeah, but uh Shohei Otani from the uh Angels, he ended up winning AL rookie of the year. So again, congrats to him. Um he ended up working as a uh pitcher more than a hitter. A lot of people thought that he would be a, a dual threat, but um yeah. I think pitching was his focus for the year, but that's good for him. Well, awesome. he's a dual threat in my book. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think he'll work into that role, but that's a hard thing to do nowadays. 
pitchers have crazy, crazy. Well, I mean, what's the what's the name of the game in sports nowadays? Versatility. Versatility. We talked about X Factors on yes. episode thirty five. Go check go. that out. Check it out. Check it out. Shameless plug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of pitching, we have a couple of Cy Youngs to talk about. Blake uh, Snell from the Tampa Bay Rays won the Cy Young for the AL. He uh, had a win loss record of twenty one and five, ERA one point eight nine, and two hundred twenty one strikeouts. So, congrats to him and Jake Degrom, New York Mets. Uh, it was funny. I was watching ESPN, and he kind of said, "It's, it's a w- really weird record to win um, the Cy Young." He was ten and nine, so not that great. However, his ERA was one point seven zero, and so he was leading a lot of the um, the leaderboards uh, because of that. One point seven zero ERA and two hundred sixty nine strikeouts. So again, congrats to them. And then finally, the big overall great players. Yes, the overarching award for every every uh, sport that you play. Exactly. Everybody wants to be the MVP, and that went to Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, he wins that for the NL, and Mookie, 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 Mookie! of the Boston Red Sox, the World Series champion um, Boston Red Sox, I think, wins the AL MVP. I think we need to have a discussion with these uh, award panel people. Uh, if you win the, uh, say, the World Series or the Super Bowl, you should not be elected for any MVP or any other awards because you've won the pinnacle of everything. Now, let other people have a chance. That's I can all I'm see saying. that. I can see that. But Mookie Betts had a great year. I don't care. All, all around. I don't care. He needs to, he needs to, <laughs> give it to somebody else. <laughs> okay. Okay. Remember this. Keep the same energy when we talk about NFL MVPs and who we think they're going to be that's later I'm saying. on. That's all later I'm saying. Later on. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I really don't think that way. I'm just, I was just throwing that theory out there. <laughs> throwing, that th- throwing that theory out there. Hey, I, I understand. That was going to be a great debate. Uh, and obviously, we're going to have a debate about greatness, greatness when it comes to the GOAT of the NBA. Calm down. <laughs> no? A GOAT. You don't want to? A GOAT. A GOAT. Not, I, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Not the he is, GOAT. He is, one of, GOAT. he is one of a long line of GOATs in the league. So, that's all I'm saying. Because that debate keeps going around and around <laughs> like a, like a merry-go-round. I tweeted out, for those who don't follow us, you should follow us at YDKJ Podcast. I'm, I'm on GOAT watch right now. GOAT watch. Like, I honestly think if LeBron is able to win one or two championships with LA, that is huge. I, I don't expect him to win more than a playoff series or two, honestly. So if he wins a championship with LA, anyways, why are we talking about LeBron? Well, because LeBron had a spectacular night uh, last night. He uh, They played the Portland Trailblazers, I believe. Yep, Portland and Trailblazers. And they beat the Trailblazers 126 to 117, I believe. And LeBron. Had a monster of a game. When I say a monster of a game, I mean, folks, 44 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Uh, I'm making up the rest of it. Five blocks, <laughs> four steals. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, but he had uh, he had a, a, an amazing night. He passed Wilt Chamberlain for fifth on the all-time scoring list. Mm-hmm. That is spectacular. I mean, he's just—he's on a tear. He's—he's he's doing work, um, and yes, uh, for those of for those out there that think I'm a LeBron hater, I'm not. I really am not. I just, you know, I I put things in perspective. And right now, if LeBron, like you said, if LeBron brings a championship to LA again, yep, in the, within the next four years of the of the time that he's playing, mm-hmm. 
Well, yes, he is. He's definitely going to be in the conversation of the goat because you know yes. two franchises. Not even not uh, Kobe didn't do it. So, well, Kobe know. didn't do it in his later years. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh, oh, you mean like two franchises? Two, two franchises. Separate, well, yes. three, right? Three yes. separate franchises. Well, yeah, technically, somewhere. yes, exactly. So. Yeah. I mean, in that aspect, you gotta you gotta give him some credit. I mean, especially last night, or la- yeah, last night when he literally did what he didn't want uh, um, the to do when he left Cleveland. Like he left Cleveland basically to not put the 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 uh, uh, franchise on his shoulders. I mean, I, I feel like <laughs> he was going to a team that he thought was a little bit. Better, better made. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you know they had uh, uh, play- playmakers that he could that he could use, and no Jr. Jr. Smith. So you know it all works out. Well, yeah, I, I think that he saw the talent there, and he was like, it, "It's a young team, but I want to be on the West Coast." And right, so. I mean, it's closer to his uh, his production studios and everything. So yeah. you know, he's got some. He's got some post basketball. Um. Uh, uh. I guess the word is uh activity, not activities. Well, he has a lot of opportunities post bat. He's setting himself up for right. post basketball dominance. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, is he's he's setting himself up, self up for greatness outside of basketball, yeah. and that's what I love. That's what I love about yeah. him. He he he's always a step ahead. He thinks he thinks like like he the world is his chess piece. So that's what I love about him, man. He's a chess master. I like that. Yes. And with that, we'll go into this week's injury report. I'm in pain. I have injury. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. Just a flesh wound. Injury report. So this injury report is very uh, um, scaled down. Uh, we only have a couple of teams we want to highlight because we would be here all night. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not, let's we'll just go through the, the, the regulars. Uh, big game on Sunday, Saints versus the Eagles. Uh, the only, <laughs> the only injury that is concerning besides, uh, 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 Des Bryant, uh, that Des Bryant and the, the tight end, um, Davenport. Uh, Marcus Davenport is, uh, Teron Armstead, their offensive tackle. He hurt himself in the game last week, um, his knee last week, and he is out for this game. Uh, that's, that's, that's huge, but it's not too bad because they have a, a backup veteran, uh, who sh- should He's be good for him. Take him, yeah, yeah. Take his spot and, yeah. uh, he should, he should be good. Is that a left offensive tackle or? Yeah, he's left offensive tackle. He's yeah, the blind side. Blind side. So, so yeah, that's an that's, important spot there. Yeah, exactly. Um, going on to the Rams. The Rams, everybody that, that paid attention to last week's game, uh, or week, I think, yeah, last week's game, Cooper Cup tore his ACL. Ouch. Out I saw for the that. Season. I saw that highlight. Out for the season. Yeah. And he's, he's had injuries, um, all season long. Yeah. So, ah, man, I feel it for the guy. Yeah. I, I mean, he was, ha- he was on a tear. He was on a tear with like Adam Thielen and, uh, and, uh, Thielen. the Vikings. Like, that's just, that's, that's, uh, equi- equal to losing Adam Thielen for the Vikings. That, that's oh, yeah. a devastating blow for them. But, that team is so balanced, it doesn't really matter. Plug somebody in and play. Yeah, I think they're going to be good, but I still think that Cooper Cup really brought something extra. Oh, yeah. And so uh, it's going to be interesting. It's yeah. going to be interesting. I, I love – man, everybody wants to give teams championships. 
I just say let's let's watch. Yeah, let's enjoy it. Calm your slow your roll. <laughs> this is what we said last time. The, the team that has the best record doesn't necessarily always get to the finals or yes. get to the Super Bowl yeah. or whatever. So we'll see exactly. how it plays out. Speaking of Super Bowl champs, oh, Super Bowl champs. We're not playing like champs, not <laughs> at all. Hey, you're still defending champs not until until that day comes. You're, you're right, still defending champs <laughs> till till the playoffs when we don't make it in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we keep playing like we're playing, oh, not man. that I don't have faith. Um, keep the faith. <laughs> Eagles. Our injury report is still pretty stacked, but uh, we're working through it. Sidney Jones. He has he had the hamstring. It was questionable for a couple games. He had the bye. We thought he would be good after the bye, but he needed a couple extra games. Uh, he is expected to play this week, so that's uh, very big for a decimated um, uh, secondary. Jalen Mills, uh, another cornerback. He's out for this game with a foot injury. Nobody knows the re- the, the uh, return by him. He's I think Doug said he's week to week. Uh, Darren Sproles, I think he needs to either go on IR or retire. Like, it's 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 done. We're done here. Um, he has he has yet to see the practice to get field. That money, man. He's yet to see the practice field, and we're just. I mean, I love Darren. I mean, he does. He's done well for us, but yeah, it's about that time. Uh, Timmy Jernigan, uh, the defensive tackle, outstanding defensive tackle out of the Florida State. No, they Florida State University. Sorry, uh, <laughs> don't, I'm not, don't I'm not claim claiming them. them right now. It's not possessive. <laughs> they, <laughs> they Florida State University. He is. Expected to play this week with a uh, coming off of a herniated disc injury. Um, he's still questionable, but uh, they're optimistic that he will play. And Lane Johnson is questionable, and he's still optimistic to play as well. You want to take your uh, Bengals? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'll figure out what's going on with Cincy. Uh, Vontez Perfect is still out with a hip injury. That's um, that's pretty big. That's why. <laughs> We gave up 50, what, points yeah. uh-huh. against the Saints? Well, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, and also, Darquez Denard, um, he is still out um, with the sternoclavicular. Is that how you say that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> that injury. Uh, he's a cornerback, big piece of what the secondary needs. And obviously, with him out, secondary is uh, completely vulnerable. Uh, Adriel A.J. Green my boy, uh, he is out with a toe injury. They're saying he might come back, but it's not likely. He was going to be out at least two weeks. Uh, Tyler Croft, tight end, is still out with a knee injury. That's uh, a pretty big deal because our offense can't score at all, and we need all the help that we can get with the tight ends. Yeah, uh, Tyler Eifert, he's gone any for the season. So yeah, so. A bunch of the, the two Tyler. I, th- I don't think y'all should draft any more Tylers. We got a Tyler Boyd that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I have him as uh, as fantasy, yeah. but uh, I'm talking about tight ends that are Tyler's. No True. more tight ends that are Tyler's. Okay, no more tight ends. Uh, no, no Tyler's more, no, at the tight end spot. <laughs> no TTs. <laughs> no oh TTs. Uh, Joshua Malone, wide receiver, also out. That it, The whole offense is, is in trouble, and we play the Ravens. Uh, this week, which is big. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Nick Vigil is also out, linebacker, a knee injury, and Giovanni Bernard is questionable. I think he'll he's actually still, play. Yeah, he played last week, but he'll, yeah. I think he's still going to play this week. So, yeah. I think that's, that's yeah, that's, that's going to be big for y'all. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, we're playing, the Bengals play the Ra- excuse me, the Ravens, uh, Baltimore Ravens this week. And, uh, this is a big one. Joe Flacco has a hip injury, and they were hoping that because of the bye week that they just had, he might be able to come back and play this game, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. It looks like Lamar Jackson will get his first NFL start. Air horn for him. 
I am really looking forward to seeing what Lamar Jackson can do yes. with that offense. I uh, I was hoping RG3 would get the start because, you know, RG3 is the backup. Yes, so the backup they moved, the backup. He, But they moved RG3 to the three spot and moved Lamar to the two spot, Yeah, which, I mean, I guess I'm okay with because that's going to be your franchise. You drafted him to be the franchise, although he was 32nd. <laughs> in, the, in the first round, I mean, um, Tom Brady was in the sixth round, right? Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, it, I don't know. Well, so Lamar has had more field time than RG three, but RG three has Lamar. more experience. True, and I still don't believe in in uh, uh, J- Lamar Jackson's arm. Yes, I don't think he's accurate. I don't think he's he reads defenses very well. He didn't do that in uh, Louisville. He was he didn't read. De- he just he just went. I mean, yeah. that's just that's who he is. He, he if he gets in trouble, he takes off and runs. That's how he get hurt. So yeah, but that kind of sounds like RG three. <laughs> RG, here's the difference though. RG three has got hurt enough. He should be able to understand. <laughs> if I take off, I'm gonna get hurt again, <laughs> and that is gonna be my career. Oh, so yeah. lessons learned. Exactly. So I'm I'm pinning it on hopefully RG three knowing that it's it's. It's not conducive to his health to take off and run. Throw yeah. the ball away. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Trust your that. arm. Trust your arm. I, I I would say this that Lamar Jackson is probably going to have a pretty short leash if it's a close game and he's not doing well in the first half. See, and that's they that, may they may pull him. And see, that's what that's what J- John doesn't need that because John's John Harbaugh's uh, job is on the line. He he is in the hot seat right now. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people have been saying that he may yeah. not could be coming back. But I, the weird thing about that is, I think it's kind of Flacco, right? It definitely is Flacco. I mean, yeah. but but then again, the, the, it's the coach. Like I, like we'll get into the Eagles and the Cowboys game here in a minute, and I will I'll go I'll go in on that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, players execute, but it's the coaches that puts the game plan together. So if you don't have a good game plan going into it, knowing yeah. what you have on the field, yeah, then your coaches are to blame for that. I give the coaches fifty one percent of the blame because you have to get your co- you have to know your personnel and you have to get them ready for the game. Yeah, the players okay. just have to go execute. So okay. I understand and then execute. So yeah, um, but you need some talent. I, oh, I, you definitely need talent. Yeah, I and although they paid Flacco, so I, I, guess, I guess they th- yeah I guess they thought that he was the talent. I mean, <laughs> it, it was. It was a it was a miraculous run and uh that when they went to the Super Bowl and won it. Yeah. I mean Flacco was at the helm, but he had a <laughs> incredible defense with Ed Reed and uh 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 Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis Suggs. Suggs, all of them. I mean they th- that defense was the reason why. Yeah. So yeah, I just and you see now <laughs> that they made a mistake, but who cares? <laughs> Who cares? He got his money. Yeah, we will see. We will see what the future of quarterback um for the Baltimore Ravens looks like. This Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, Lamar Jackson set to make his debut. Let's get into some news and some headlines for the week. Daily Headlines. Yeah, daily headlines. Fly Eagles fly. Oh man, I gotta I gotta play it. We better go in. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm ready. I'm hyped. I'm not. <laughs> Come on, go. 
All right, let me go first. Go ahead. Then. Go ahead. Go All right, let me go, go first. Go. So the Cowboys are not a very good team. I I don't care about any Cowboys fan listening. Your team is not that good, and it's really not your fault. It's just your coach doesn't seem to get it together. He doesn't have the greatest game plan. And then on top of that, your quarterback only is a decent quarterback when the running back goes for over 120 yards, which happened to happen last Sunday night against the Philadelphia Eagles, which my esteemed colleague, <laughs> Mr. Hubert Maitland, <laughs> he's a huge fan. And I, I, you know, rightly so. that The Eagles are on paper a very good team. I just don't know what I saw Sunday night. I saw a defensive line that couldn't stop the run. I saw linebackers that couldn't tackle. I saw an offense, uh, strangely enough, with uh, Carson Wentz, a potential MVP candidate last season. He was throwing interceptions and being sacked, not getting out of the pocket like he used to. Maybe that injury, his knee injury, might have been really bothering him, and we're just we just not, we're not privy to that information. They're not releasing that. But yeah, just nothing could go right Sunday night. Uh, Carrie Underwood somewhere is, is singing Sunday night, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, th- this game was just very, very interesting to me and it had huge, huge implications. The, um, uh, both teams are now four and five. If I'm not, yes, uh, you're correct. If I'm correct there, they're four and five, which you're means correct. that they're number two tied for number two yes. in the NFC East. Yes. And, uh, this is, this is going to be a battle to the end, which I did not even see. I couldn't fathom a close NFC race, NFC East race, um, at the beginning of the season. Yes. I really thought that the Eagles would, uh, go away, just win it easily. Um, uh, but now you have Washington leading the division and the Cowboys actually going to, are there, they're going to make it interesting towards the end. Yes. What say you, Eagles fan? Pineapples. I don't. I don't want to do. <laughs> Safe word. Safe word. I want to go home. I don't want to. I want to go home. That's all I can say it's about so this. Though. <laughs> That's all I can say about this, dude. Oh my goodness. I'm about, okay. Should I should I pound the table like uh like like Skip does when he's when he's you know? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> what I saw Mike, last. Mike, Mike, Mike picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Our table's not that strong. <laughs> what I saw Sunday was an unmotivated Eagles team that says the right things but doesn't act it on the field. Yeah. Um. I, I go through the week and I break down a lot of highlights because you know. It, it, once we won the Super Bowl, I was hype. I was I was excited. <laughs> this year I'm back go to down. back, back gonna, to back. What we can, what can we do to improve? What can we do to make make this better? Yeah. Uh, there's nothing we can do to make it better because it's a, it's an attitude situation first. Uh, and I, and I you know we talked about this after the Super Bowl. Uh, like what a month or two after the Super Bowl when they had a parade and then Doug Peterson came out with his book. And then everybody started, you know, they were dancing and this, that, and the other. Everybody was, was getting paid. I was like, okay, so this is going on a little too far. Um, <laughs> uh, I just, I just, I mean, first of all, what is Doug Peterson doing putting a book out? Okay. About, about going for it on fourth down, like, uh, fearless. The name of his title is fearless. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't you know what we got to buy that book. I mean, I don't want to. It's a bad, it's a it's bad, bad. <laughs> it's bad news, bad omen. I, I ain't doing that. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's an attitude thing. I mean, it, I, I watch the press conferences too. I watch all of them. They say the right things. Oh, the d- team has a sense of urgency. You know, we need to, uh, we need to pick up the play. We have a, we, we start slow in the first, first half and, you know, stuff like that. Well, 
what I saw Sunday was not urgency, not at all. Uh, we we can pin some stuff on uh, on 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 injuries, but injuries. last year we had injuries too, and we still got it done. What's the problem this year? I think the problem is complacency. Honestly, well, I think there's a it's a perfect storm. It's complacency. It's the Super Bowl hangover. It's Carson Wentz not being a hundred percent. Um, it's uh, not having a running game. I don't know what's That's, going on. That right the there game. is the big key. I mean, I keep you know, we, you know, I, I like to debate. So <laughs> I go on, I go on these forums and I talk about you know, I have I have an Eagles forum I go on to and I you know listen to what other people are saying. Um, and a lot of them are are calling for Carson Wentz to be benched and to put Nick Foles in. I'm That's like, no, hold up, hold, hold, time time out. I mean, <laughs> I, I just I. <laughs> just, just wait on a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold. Wait. First of all, you're not gonna speed past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said. Like Nick Foles. Yes, he was great in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I give him that. But understand this: we were 100 percent in the Super Bowl. We had a defense that was 100. percent We had a running game that was was Ajayi, which is a, who's a powerful back. Legarrette uh, Blunt. Blunt, who's a, who's like it's like thunder and thunder. And yes. then you have lightning with um, with Cle- uh, Clement. And uh, I guess I guess Mo was the got uh, the odd man out. But uh, we were averaging over 140 some yards last year yeah. uh, in the running game. This year we're only averaging 102 yards per game. That is twenty. If you even get there, right? Well, that's that's the average. We, yeah, we we haven't gotten there in a while, but uh, that is twenty second in the league. Yeah, that is not good. Not good. That that means we have no running game. Yeah, and I, when you when you had to put all the pressure on the quarterback to make plays in his third year, coming off an injury, that's not good. Coming off an ACL tear. Exactly. ACL tear. That is not good. Carson Wentz, case in point, Carson Wentz threw the ball 44 times, completed 32 for 360 yards and two TDs and an inter- interception. Guys, that's I, still 70% though. Let's I mean, put that in perspective. That's a, it's a very good completion rating and it's, it's very good numbers. I mean, he hit Zach Ertz all night long for 145 yards, 14 receptions, two TDs. I mean, it's, it's insane, right? What he was able to do and keep Philly in the game. Yes. But it just never like just something was off, and that don't get me wrong, this was a winnable game. Oh yeah, the definitely. Eagles. The Eagles could have easily won this game, definitely. But they couldn't make the plays down the stretch. They couldn't protect Carson, which is crazy because Carson, even when the offensive line breaks down, he's able to usually get out of the pocket and go scramble for five yards or so. And you're not seeing that. At least I'm not seeing that. Well, I mean, we talk about all the time quarterbacks being uh, smart, so. You know, we 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 know we see what Carson has done last year, and yeah, he got out the pocket and whatnot, and he ran. But this year, I think yes, there might be a little bit of hesitation with the injury, but also learning when to to protect yourself. I mean, yeah. Carson, he knows he's a franchise quarterback, so an injury like that and the long process he has to go through. I don't think anyone wants to do that ever again. Yeah, so, Tom Brady famously. Exactly. Again. I mean Aaron Rodgers, he 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 didn't hurt himself that bad, but like he 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 had to wear a, a knee brace for the first what, 5 games of the season? Yeah. Uh and you don't see Aaron Rodgers running like he did at the beginning of the season. You don't see him trying to run out the pocket and trying to do all this this stuff. He yeah. you know, it's 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 progression and Carson Wentz I think is learning that. The real thing the real problem I have is well, 
first of all, let me highlight uh, 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 a couple of exa- examples and real problems. People in in the forum were talking about how Carson um, he targets Zach Ertz a little too much. Uh, I I agree and disagree with that. First of all, Zach Ertz is an amazing athlete, and he will get open no matter who you put on him. Yeah. So yeah. if the matchup is Zach Ertz on a safety or Zach Ertz on a on a linebacker or Zach Ertz on a, a smaller defensive back, yep. why wouldn't you go to him? I, I would. I Honestly, I would. Every time he's open, I would go to him. He has short hands. Like, he doesn't drop the ball like some of the other wide receivers that had issues catching the ball. Exactly. And then on top of that, like, the, the tight end has been the safety blanket for most quarterbacks in the last five exactly. years. Exactly. I give Tom you Tom Brady. Yes. Just, just list them off. Tom Brady. Even Peyton Manning loved his um, Dallas Clark back in the day. Yes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has a ton of touchdowns thrown to Travis Kelsey. Yes. I mean, what are we what are we talking about here, people? The tight end has been a major contributing receiver for the last five plus years of the NFL. I'll give you a stat. I'll give you a stat uh, that that came on that came on the uh, uh, the game that that night. Uh, Travis Kelsey gets thirty two percent of the ca- targets from Patrick uh, Mahomes. Yep. Who's yep. who? You think is number two? Zach Ertz uh, at thirty one percent. Oh wow. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What's the difference between what? Why? Why isn't anybody saying Patrick Mahomes goes to uh, Travis Kelsey as much? What's the difference? I can tell you the difference. Four and five. That's the difference. <laughs> Everybody's trying to nitpick about you know what? What are we doing? We're we're, going, we're we're targeting. I'm like one of these fans out here was saying if everybody knows that the ball is going to Carson Witt, or going to Zach Ertz. And why are you going to why are you going to Zach Ertz if everybody knows that the ball is going to Zach Ertz? I'm like, because he had 14 catches for 145 yards and two touchdowns. That's why you keep going to Zach Ertz. <laughs> you can't stop it. No. Nope. If you can't stop it, why would you? Why? It's like it's like saying, okay, Steph, you're hitting 23s. You hit 23s. You know what? Don't hit any more threes. Uh, give it to to, to Clay. Uh, give it to Clay Thompson, who's cold. You know, yeah. just to make just to make the shot. Really? Yeah. That don't make no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. If the person, if the receiver is going to catch the ball most of the time and they're going to score or they're going to gain 10 yards, why wouldn't you throw the ball to that person? Exactly. It, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. To me. I, I don't think Carson Wentz is one, one dimensional. He definitely spreads the ball around. I mean, Nelson Aguilar had five receptions in the Cowboys game. Alshon Jeffrey had four receptions. So yeah, you do see, um, Zach Ertz with 14 receptions. That's a little heavy, but. At the same time, you take what the defense is willing to give you. Exactly. I mean, Zach Ertz had, in my memory, my memory of the game is that Zach Ertz had a lot of catches that were like 10 yards. Curl routes. Like right into the middle. Exactly. And guess what? So our offensive line is, guess what? Horrible. (laughs) He gets sacked about 10 times a game. He at least started out. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you take the first read who's open in the middle of the field? Like that, yeah. that 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 is the reason why he goes to Zach Ertz so much because he knows Zach is going to sit in the middle of the field in the zone defense. So yeah. it doesn't make sense to go to uh, to Alshon Jeffries on the corner who's covered. Yep. And and on a third down, I mean, you I don't know if you saw the fourth down play uh, at the end of the game. Uh, towards the end of the game, we we had two possessions at the end. Yeah. Uh, one was a fourth down, fourth and seven play. Um. Where we had we were we were in a in a eleven personnel. We had uh, Jeffries on the on the right. We had um, 
Zach Ertz in the slot on the left and Nelson Aguilar on the on the far left. Mm-hmm. Um, the play the play was was run to perfection. The only problem was Zach Ertz ran the ran the route too shallow. He uh, ran the route shallow. He caught the ball. Yeah. Only, the only knock on Carson is he threw the ball high, so he wasn't able to give Zach Ertz a play on the ball because he was yeah. getting pressured. But uh, Zach caught the ball six yards from from the first down, and that would have given us momentum going down the field. Yes, yes. Uh, but everybody was like, oh, Alshon Jeffries was open. If he had turned his head, he would have got hit Alshon Jeffries. Alshon was open to an extent, but it would have had to. It would have had to take Carson to uh, hold the ball a little bit longer to get it to uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. He didn't have that much time if yeah. we look at the tape. When you're getting pressured in the pocket, you have to make quick decisions. Exactly. And a lot of times it's not the greatest throw. The, I don't have a problem with him going to Zach Ertz any point in time. The only time I had a problem with his throw in that Cowboys game was when he didn't look and yeah, that first interception, that first two series, that uh, first two series he came out of, that was a little iffy. That, I give that on him, and I give yeah. the Cowboys very good credit. Vander Esch is a beast, beast mode. He's straight he, up beast. He might. Oh, we didn't even talk about Sean Lee being out for the uh, Cowboys. Yeah, Sean Lee is still out. Vander Esch came in, and he did a great job. I mean, he I did a great job. I honestly, I honestly think Sean Lee is done for this for, for this career. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I'll take him in Cincy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would too in Philadelphia, but still. Um, yeah, let's just talk about the Cowboys for a second, uh, real quick, because I want yep. the Cowboys. But um, they did a, they did a remarkable job. They had a great game plan. They played. Uh, let's talk about that fourth and two where they ran it. They they did the, the fake the fake field goal. Fake field goal. Or not fake fake, fake punt. punt. Yeah, fake the punt. fake punt. And he and yeah slammed it forward. Yep, got it. Two yards. I mean. Let's talk about Ezekiel Elliott hurdling folks uh, for 32 yards. Uh, had 150, 151, yeah, 51 yards or something like that. Uh, 170 some, 170 some, 180, 70 some to 80 some yards in the whole game, passing, uh, receiving, and and rushing. So Zeke was that was that was the X factor. Yeah, I mean, we got yeah. to Dak Prescott. Let's just let's make that very clear. We sacked Zach, Dak four times. Zach did not look good. Yeah. He did not look good. I mean, he threw for 270 yards and only a single touchdown, ran for a touchdown. But, I, again, this game was winnable. Yes. The Eagles had the opportunity to win. Yes. And so it just it was really strange to watch because I know that we had talked about it before the game. And you were worried, but you really weren't that worried. You were like, you know, the Cowboys can't get it together. And I was just like, I, I, I had, I gave the Cowboys no chance to win, and it was closer than I thought it should be. I gave them, a, I, I, it's, it's just like we say. I give. It doesn't matter if if it's the cow, if the if it's the Giants, we're gonna play the Giants in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I am still worried about the Giants because it's a divisional game. True, and every true. divisional game has a little bit of pride to it. Oh, I know what so, you're talking about. So I am not discounting anybody because of their record, especially in the NFL when everybody's talented. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, and it sucks to lose to teams like the Browns in your division. Yes, <laughs> please Bengals, please Bengals, don't do it this year. Oh, uh, so let's talk. Let's look at the next five games for both of them. Uh, the Eagles, uh, next five: uh, Saints, Giants, Re- uh, Redskins, Cowboys again, and the Rams. We have a tough schedule. Uh, I think one of the hardest schedules going forward. Yes. Guess what? I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now. Bold prediction. Um. Here's 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 my bold prediction. The 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 Eagles will beat the Saints at home. 
Ooh, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The Eagles will beat the Saints at home. You know why? Why? Because this week, the Eagles took down their championship banner in the uh, locker room. Ah, about time. I like that. So I like that. Now we're now we mean business. Well, uh, that's what Malcolm Jenkins Jenkins said during OTAs and exactly and, uh, not summer camp. What's camp called? Uh, training camp. Training camp. Yes. Yeah, he was like, you know, I'm really kind of I enjoyed it, but I'm tired of all the championship talk. Right. It's time to get back to business. Like, right. This this season is not going to be easy. No no championship is given to you just because you see you, just because you're the defending champion. Right. You because you want good. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they that's that that and the fact that this is actually a must win. This is this is we are in the situation now that Dallas was when they came to our house. Yes, absolutely. So it was a must win for Dallas. So Make no question about it. Exactly. So I think uh, you know the Saints are going to come in hot. They're going to they they're going to do what they do. But I think uh, Doug Peterson and, and the Eagles are going to have a little extra juice this week. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a shootout. It's, I it's, think it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be like forty five to forty three. The only reason why I don't know what's going to happen, I, I I wouldn't take you guys if I was betting. And no, I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't blame anybody for doing that. I wouldn't either. But but because the Saints are at home. Yes. Yeah. So in that dome, that is a huge X factor. They but don't, have a great crowd. But don't underestimate a, a desperate team. No, I, exactly. we, we, I we did. We did. We underestimated uh, the Cowboys as being a desperate team, and they came out with a W. Yes. So I'm I'm thinking that same energy is going to happen going to happen next or this this coming week i hope so i i can't wait for that game that's going to yeah. be uh, like you said tons of points all over the place people yes. flying golden tate i think he he had an okay showing against the eagles or excuse me the, the cowboys but i think they may work him in a oh, little yeah. more. more of expanded role this yeah, week absolutely cowboys yeah. going forward yeah go ahead they got uh the falcons they've got the redskins they've got the saints eagles Again, and the Colts. So their schedule is a little bit easier. A little bit easier. Yeah. Um, Falcons, strangely enough, I don't know what to think of the Falcons. Uh, sometimes they're winning and, and looking pretty good, scoring a lot of points. And then a lot of times they're just flat. Yeah. And they're, or they can't finish a game. With so. an office that is so potent is ridiculous. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I just way too many weapons. It baffles me every single time how, how they have that many. I mean, they have the best. In my opinion, the best wide receiving core in the, in the league. Yes, I mean I agree. And that's and that's I agree. that's saying a lot. That's saying because we have some very talented wide receiving cores with the uh, Chargers, the, the, Rams, the Rams, yep, the the Saints, yep. Um, like <laughs> those are those are pretty talented wide receivers. Yeah, those are you're talking about great receiving cores that I don't think the league has seen. Like usually exactly. every now and then you would see like, oh, okay, there goes um Marvin Harrison and um. What was the other guy? That Reggie day? Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Mm-hmm. And there goes Chris Carter and Randy yes. Moss. But yes. man, the, just thinking about all the Falcons weapons make me makes me tired. Like yeah. there's, there's so many weapons that they have. I mean, you look but at they their can't backups. Put it together. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, I, I I put it all on I put it on the coaching. That's it. Yeah. Then put it all on co- they coaching be- and then Matt Ryan just seems to well, I we, we knew he what Matt Ryan was. They they yeah. paid him. They overpaid him. Like like everybody saying, uh, Kirk Cousins is over is an overpaid person like that. I think the most overrated, most overpaid person in the league is Matt Ryan. Okay, uh, I can I can get on that train because yeah. I mean, he look at what he did in the Super Bowl. You put up twenty eight points, you win a game. I mean, well, again, coaching. I would say that's definitely yes, coaching. But he, but has, he did make some mistakes. Yes, in that game. He so made some mistakes. I, I just it's just what it's just one of those things where. 
we knew who we know we knew who Matt Ryan was. So at the end of it, I still think that the the, the Falcons are going to be the Cowboys. I really do. Yeah, I think they I all def- that to say. I definitely think they can. I think the Cowboys, just like Stephen A. Smith likes to say, they are an accident waiting to happen. Like anything crazy can happen to the Cowboys. Anything bad can happen to the Cowboys. They just so every now and then you they they make you hope. <laughs> they make you think that they have a chance, and then they do something and they completely mess it up. Yeah. So I I, I just don't think they they will do um, anything good over these next five games. I think Falcons are probably going to be a loss. Redskins, they're not the, the greatest team, but they're finding a way to win. So I give them the win as well. They're not going to beat the Saints. No. Eagles at Philadelphia. I, I think, think that's going to be a revenge win. game. Yeah. Revenge game for without us. Without a doubt. So they may win the, the Colts game. So sitting at nah, four and five. Col- have you seen the Colts play? The Colts uh, are getting good now. Yeah. Andrew Luck is finding his stride. They're having, they have a run offense now. Um, that defense is, is flying around the field. Like Frank Wright has got that team playing in the, no. in the, at the right point. No, no, no. I, I totally believe that the, the Colts can, can put up some numbers and, and do everything, but the game is also, oh, the game is in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's a, that's a win by the Colts too. So, I mean, okay. The Cowboys sitting at four and five, that obviously puts them in playoff, playoff contention in the NFC East. Yeah. Cause the NFC East is yeah. just a mess, but I, I still think the Eagles are the favorites to get the number two spot. Whether or not that gets you in the playoffs, it won't. That's that's it won't remains. To I, be mean, seen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, NFC is still so so loaded. I mean, the Vikings still still in play. Yeah, uh, Packers are going to get a win tonight. They're going to be in play. Uh, the Bears are in there. I mean, we have new teams that are that are now coming out the woodwork. I mean, it's, gotta it's, love the Bears, man. So I mean, I I don't see anybody but the but the the division leader of the NFC East going to get into the playoffs, even in, into a wild card spot. Yes. No, absolutely. So. Absolutely. It's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. Moving right along to the uh, college ranks. The more football. Yes. More football, just at a, a lower level, to according to some people. Some people think Alabama Man, I think can it's beat a higher the Bills. Level. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So the CFP rankings came out on Tuesday, and – uh Unchanged. Unchanged. Yes. Well, and the top 10, right? Yes, top 10 is unchanged. Top 10 is unchanged. I did see that USCF, I think they moved up to 11. They yeah, weren't 11 they were before. 11. Yeah. yeah. So, um, good for UCF. <laughs> anyway, So, just run through the rankings really quick. Alabama, number one. You got Clemson at number two. Notre Dame, number three. Uh, number four, Michigan. Number five, Georgia. Number six, Oklahoma. Number seven, LSU, Death Valley. I know, right? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Number eight, Washington State. And number nine, West Virginia. And finally, number 10, the Ohio State University. The U. Oh, wait, wait. That's the O. Never mind. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I just, uh, a couple things that stand out. Uh, LSU, why are you still in the top 10? Uh, Georgia, why are you number four? (laughs) Um, uh, Oklahoma. bias, man. Oklahoma, why are you so high? Because you have a great quarterback. That's about it. That's about it. Um, <laughs> Kyler. <laughs> I mean, I would put Washington State at number four. Yeah. I would put Virginia, Virginia up there. And then USC. But, or not US, yeah, US, UCF up there. 
Uh, other than that, all the rest of them don't deserve to be up there. Honestly, in my opinion, I think Michigan belongs up there. I, well, no, I'm okay, not talking about Michigan. Think. That's the top four. Like the the top four are top four. I understand those. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, everything beneath the top four, like Georgia, from Georgia on, I question because uh, Georgia is not as good as we think they are. They're they're fool's gold. Uh, Oklahoma has no defense. They have just a great quarterback that makes them look good. LSU can beat everybody but the top four. Uh, Washington State is in the Pac-12, so that says it all. Uh, West Virginia, <laughs> West Virginia is the only complete team other than the top four that can probably hang with the rest of them yeah. because they have a quarterback that that played in the SEC, so he understands how to play that how to play that game, but. Then again, they're not as big, as strong athletes as everybody that's playing in the top four. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State, um, I have nothing to say about Ohio State. Uh, <laughs> they they just hang around and hang around and hang around and don't do anything. So yeah, they're probably going to win win the Big Ten. But exactly. what does that even mean? Exactly. They what can't they can't mean? hang with any of the rest of them because Clemson. You you give Clemson a let's say a twenty four seven lead. Because, yeah. you know, Ohio State is like the Eagles. They start slow, and then they pick it up in the second half. They're not going to do that against this top four. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, I question the, the, the bottom, the bottom six. Okay, so who's mo- most vulnerable? I would say Alabama, Clemson, and that's it. Those, those two are not vulnerable at all. However, Notre Dame is, Michigan is. Everybody after number t- one and two can can easily much, lose. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Easily lose. So. Um, I think Michigan is a little more solid than the rest of them because I watched a couple of uh, Michigan games. That defense is whoa. Okay, that defense is 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 legit. Okay. Um, granted, they haven't played the likes of Alabama. They haven't played the likes of Clemson. They, I mean, those big offensive linemen, uh, big running backs, big wide receivers. I mean. It's a different animal when you play NFL style people. Yes. Uh, I mean, Rutgers, they beat Rutgers by what? 30 some points, 42 to seven. Yeah. Rutgers is nowhere near Alabama. So, I mean, yes. it, it, it's going to be a different animal, but, and then I've heard a lot of people say, you know, Michigan has the best shot to beat Alabama because Michigan has that defense. Um, do they know that they have four? Stallions at the running back position. Five, if you count Jalen Jalen Hurts playing in the, in the Wildcat. Like, like I don't think you understand the power that yep. Alabama has back there. So I, I I don't know. I just I question the committee's uh, uh, decisions when it, I mean I, I've questioned the committee ever since I started following college football because yeah. it's just been it's just been ridiculous. But yeah, I don't know what they're doing honestly. But I, I think. It's a it's a tough year. It's a tough year because I think Alabama and Clemson are so much better than the rest of the field. Yeah, so I, I agree. I, I don't know what I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say about what's going on. All I want is that UCF to get a fair shot, ladies and gentlemen. Please make that happen. Send a petition. Send a. I mean, I, I petition I, the Honestly, honestly, what I would do is if I was UCF, uh, every year that I go undefeated and and win my bowl game. I would say we're the national champions. We are the real <laughs> national champions until the committee gets tired of the arrogance and says, okay, we're going to put you in number four yep. if you go 12 and 0 again, and we'll see if you are actually national championship material. Yes. Exactly. I would love to see that. Man, they should have to play another game to get in. And, 
Anyways, we won't go there. <laughs> we won't even go there. We were supposed to. We were supposed to sit down and, and uh, figure so it out. I finally created my bracket. I just never posted it on the blog. I'll, I'll have to do that. We'll yes. have to do that um, this week. I am. I am off for Thanksgiving. Perfect segue. There you go. Let, let the folk know what's going on. Thank you as uh, as always for listening. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. We are YDKJ Podcast on most. Uh, social media platforms, yes. including Twitter. Yes. Um, and you can also email us, ydkjpodcast at gmail.com and, uh, find, uh, find our website, ydkjpodcast.com, where we blog from time to time. And I will officially, once I show Hubert the bracket, I will show our plans to revolutionize the college football play. Revolutionize. 12 teams from each of the 11 teams from each of the divisions in the FBS circuit. And then one, um, Lottery pick. Don't worry. You will thank us later. Oh, absolutely. You, you will thank us later. It's fire if we do say so ourselves. Yes. So what's going to happen? We are going to, like, like Chris said, we are off for Thanksgiving. Um, but we we're going to do a couple of extra bonus episodes before the year is over. Yes. We're going to bonus put out, episodes. Yes. We are going to put out a couple of best of episodes for the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So y'all stay fo- stay tuned in to what we have to offer because we're gonna we're gonna give you a little bit of a little bit more before uh for next season and next season we're gonna revamp some things we're gonna come back with uh some uh some new bits and uh, uh some new stuff so just kind of keep posted for for what's what's gonna what's about to happen it's it's exciting what's it yes works? pay attention to the feed as the episodes come out uh, some of them will be a little bit shorter than normal but I think you'll enjoy them. I like to think of, think of them as leftovers or extra helpings from the Thanksgiving yes. feast or for the holiday. We're gonna feast. put we're gonna put some weight on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're gonna put some weight on your ears. Yeah, make it make it stick to your bones a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but we think like that you'll it. enjoy that. Also, hit us up if you have some best moments from um, any of the podcasts throughout the yes, season. Like Let us know you. what episode, and uh, we'll we'll get that in there. Email us, tweet us. Let us know. All right, back to our regularly scheduled program. Yes. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Mr. Le'Veon Bell he of the did. Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, formerly. Formerly. Pittsburgh Steelers. I think, I think his, 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 uh, I think his, his teammates already made sure that he's not, he's not going back <laughs> to the building. Um, man, they had a garage sale for his stuff, man. How does that even work? Like you just, I mean, you just sit walk there. in there, take your stuff. Hey, you want this for a dollar? All right, great. I'll take this for a dollar. Somebody walked off in his Jordans. I was like, God. Why would you? Okay, if you know that you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have, hold out for the year, yeah. Why don't you have one of your homeboys go and get your stuff? <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand that. Okay, then my homeboys, he's gonna come in, he's gonna grab my stuff, he's gonna yeah. grab my, my my Jordans, he's gonna grab my Gucci bag, uh, whatever I got. I'm, he's gonna grab all of that. And um, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll report and bring my stuff back the 14th, but then I, I I I'm not coming back. Yeah, so I'm not coming back at all. I'm not coming back. I mean, as this guy is 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 ri- ridiculous. I mean, I understand his stance. Like I said, we we've, we've talked about this multiple times. I understand his stance, but this puts in, into jeopardy his his standing in the league. He's not gonna get paid what he wants to get paid yeah. because of this 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 uh this um but- um. This, Whatever. This um, it's not really a holdout because he he want, he was going to get franchise tagged, but he just didn't report. Right. right. He's just he just didn't report, 
and he lost out on $14.5 million. He was betting on himself, which I always think that you should bet on yourself. But in this case, it backfired because James Conner is a beast. Yes. And he's been running like crazy for Pittsburgh. But and the good news is for him, yeah. this is a running back depleted league. Yes, so that's true. Very true. Anybody that he goes to will pay him Philly. money. Cincy. You actually know what? There have been rumors that says we're going to pick him up in offseason. Can you pick him up before then? No? I guess I mean, the Pittsburgh no, Steelers the, on the, the trade, rights. The tra- yeah, the trade deadline passed already. So, uh, they, yeah, but we, if Pittsburgh cuts him or if he's considered a free agent, can't you him. pick him up? They're not going to cut him. Yeah, they're not going to cut him. They're not going right. to cut him. Right. I mean, then then they have to buy him out, and they're not yeah. going to do that. They're just, they're just going to let the money, the, let the, let the uh, contract phase out. Yep. And he's going to be a free agent. I mean, I've heard reports that – uh, the team might come back and try to try to sue him for you know um, breach of contract, and so they st- argue that he still they still have the rights and they'll slap a franchise tag on him for next year. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You slap a franchise tag on him for next year, you're paying him a quarterback salary. So yeah. I don't think you want to lose twenty some million dollars for a player that's probably not going to end up playing again next year. So. Yeah, you know, I, uh, unless you're trying to destroy the man's career and say, "Oh, you, if you're not gonna play for us, you're not playing for anybody." Yeah, I think at this point, because James Conner has been such a great breakout, and I, by the way, his salary for the year I heard the other day was under a million dollars for James Conner. Yeah, it's cheap. And yeah, it's he good. was he was super. Cheap. But they're gonna have to pay this guy. Yeah, they're going to have to pay him eventually. But I mean, if they can hold off for a year, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's gonna be great. That's what ended up happening with uh, Russell Wilson. He yes. when he run won his Super Bowl, his salary was I think like a couple million. Not, yes, nothing to laugh at, but definitely not uh, nothing compared to Aaron Rodgers or Andrew Luck or anything like that. And so yeah, eventually they're gonna have to pay James Conner. But going back to Le'Veon Bell, I I just don't I don't get <laughs> what's what um, Pittsburgh could actually gain from trying to like impede Le'Veon Bell from joining another team next year. Yeah. I think you just kind of cut all ties and just let bygones be bygones. I agree. Because if nothing else, you may actually end up trading or getting Le'Veon Bell back in a year or two when you're trying to make a run down in the playoffs and you need another back. back I don't there. think Le'Veon's going to come back to Pittsburgh. I mean, <laughs> he's already yeah. severed ties. He's already burned bridges. Like as it's, it's like it's like it's is equivalent to uh, Kevin Durant trying to go back to OKC. That's not going to happen because uh, he burned bridges. But I haven't heard anything. The only the only thing I've heard is that he hasn't reported and he's not happy with the way they were handling their contracts. I haven't heard anything crazy about fans, the way he's treating other fans. People. Don't love him. I mean, that's the okay, main thing. Okay. That's the main reason why Big, Big Ben likes him. I mean, everybody is going to like him. That's going to win a championship. But have you heard those offensive linemen that were talking out against him? They were like, "Oh, we don't. He needs to stop talking and report. Oh, he needs to come in. He's he needs to to end this nonsense to come in, or this, that, and the other. I mean, yeah. just even look at what he what he did to his stuff. I mean, you don't do that to a guy that you can respect. You're not gonna take his George just because you you know he's not reporting to to camp. Like I, I just uh, or to to the season. Like I, I don't I don't. I mean, yeah, I see what just, you're saying. The, the writing is on the wall. Like I I, he, he burnt the bridges. If even if he comes back and the ownership likes him. Offensive linemen not gonna block for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, quarterback probably not gonna get in the ball. Uh, well, well, I, I always say that if the person can help you win, a lot of people can put things behind them. Like I would have never thought that Lance, um, Lance Stevenson, Stevenson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Stevenson, we'll play with the Lakers. Yeah. I never thought that he would play with LeBron. 
I never thought Kobe would play well, with Ron I mean, Artest. But they can't. But they don't have that. They don't have the uh, the power to speak out against that. Because guess what? I mean, he he did sign with the Lakers. Yes, that, that he could have he could have gone somewhere else. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Magic ran that by him. Hey, yeah, Lance the Magic is available. That was exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, Magic was like, look, you need to put the put the put the crap behind you. Uh, come play for our team that's that's up and coming. Yeah. Uh, put put all this nonsense. Don't even don't blow in his ear anymore. That's that's in the past. Yes. Uh, and then you know come win, come play for a winning team. And that's what Lance bought into that. Yeah. I don't think Le'Veon Bell is the same type of person. He's not made of the same stuff. So yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see what happens with Le'Veon. I, I, I mean, I respect Le'Veon. His, uh, his decision. Yes, I, really I respect do. him as a player. I expect respect the fact that he wants. To get paid, I mean, you franchise a guy, you franchise a guy that's that's basically leading the league, has led the league in a lot of categories. Uh, he's one of the, he was one of the best backs that 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 was playing what two three years ago, for three years. I mean, you look at what they did, but now you you just want to get cheap like the like the Patriots. <laughs> you want to get cheap like uh, the yeah. the Packers. Look oh at where they at. Did you hear what Deion Lewis said? Oh my! Goodness. I agree one hundred percent. Deion Lewis, the running back of the Tennessee Titans, uh, when the Tennessee Titans actually beat the Patriots uh, last week in the locker room, he said that, "Hey, this is what happens when you are cheap and you don't like to pay people." Exactly. Deion Lewis ran all over that. I defense. agree one hundred percent. I mean, yeah. the defense. There's no. There's no. Big name uh, defenders on New England. Yeah, they're, I mean they're all they're all talented, but they're all lower tier talented. Yeah, uh, offensively they don't have a premier uh, uh, a wide receiver besides Josh Gordon. Yeah, I mean even the Eagle we went out and got Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> look how that would how that, look yeah. how that did for us. Yeah, you have to have veterans that are that are premier that and this this. This is the reason well, why I lay, uh, I I, I uh, uh, lobby to get a premier running back because this is what we need. Yes, but the question is, how much do you pay this premier running back? Right, that's the question. Um, or wide receiver or quarterback. I yes, mean, that is. Patriots the won't even play Tom. Pay Tom Brady. You know, and see, that's the reason why they're going to lose him in a couple of years. Uh, <laughs> uh, because Tom Brady, if he wants, he could play till he's sixty. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, yes, there's signs of regression, but. Pay the man. I mean, pay, pay. you pay, you you get what you pay for. Yes, the 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 Patriots have gotten away with a lot because you know you know there's yeah. the their coach is a, a Hall of Fame coach. He's a, he's the, probably the First greatest coach. Hall yeah. Of Famer, yeah, he's probably the greatest coach that has coached the game of of NFL. Uh, oh yeah, of football. Uh, well, I mean, not counting all of the legends. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Lombardi. as of right now, yeah, in, in, yeah. In, as of this. What we call this eighteen-year dynasty that we've had so yes, far. Yes. Uh, he is. He is. He's been the best. So I don't know. It's, it's one of the things where I, I would pay premier players if I was trying to win now. Yeah, I, I think if I owned a team, which pff, I'm nowhere near owning a team, but one yeah, of these days, you only like two hundred ninety-nine billion dollars <laughs> or two two point nine billion dollars away from it. Yeah, yeah. Can you loan me an extra point nine bill? Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I, I got. got I, I got the. Two. I got a chicken in the savings, but all the money's in my uh, savings. Uh, wait, I can't use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so now, now that we're actually talking about these um, big name teams in the NFL, these playoff contenders, we mentioned the Chiefs, we mentioned the Patriots, uh, maybe Tennessee, uh, the Titans actually do something. Uh, you know, P- Pittsburgh is in a prime position to do something yes. in the AFC. Who do you think has the edge? Honestly. 
even though I picked against them, I'm going to go with the Saints. Okay. Because the Saints. All right, so NFC, you got the Saints. NFC, you got the Saints because if they get home court advantage, they're going to tear up anybody who they play, whoever they yeah. play. Like yeah. it's 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 the it's crazy the discrepancy between uh when the Saints play at home when they play on the road. Like it's <laughs> like it's night and day. Like you cannot beat this team, although I do think the Eagles are too desperate to not win this game this weekend. True. Um, but true. um then again, you know, but I just think when it comes to playoff time, I don't think there's anybody that can match the level besides the Rams. Yes. But I don't think the Rams will have enough without Cooper Cup. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I agree with you. I think that the NFC definitely rose rolls through either the Saints or the Rams. Um. Saints looking like the favorite. Mm-hmm. I do see Carolina as being sneaky. I don't know where they kind of fit into Cam all Newt, of this. Cam yeah. Newt, I just. I don't trust them enough. Yeah. I, I don't. don't I don't. Them. I don't trust them either. But I think that if somehow, some way, they could get hot, they can. They can do um something similar to what we saw the Ravens do mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ago. Um, so that's gonna that's really gonna pique my interest there. I think they're my dark horse in the NFC. I'd say um, the dark horse for me is the Bears. Oh, I like those that. Bears have those Bears have uh, uh, outstanding defense. Uh, uh, Khalil Mack is back. Uh, Tr- Mitch Trubisky is picking it up again. Yeah. Um, yeah, those bears are looking so good right now. Yeah, I really like the bears. I, I just think that they have a lot of inexperience on the offensive true. side of the ball. It's true. Their running game is amazing. Defense is looking good. Just but I then don't again, quite look, trust Mitchell Trubisky. But then again, then again, look at us. We didn't have a lot of experience um, going in. Oh well, who am I kidding? We did. Well, yeah, I we mean, had, you had, you had, had a lot of vets. We had vets. You had so. a lot of vets. So I don't know. A little bit of a different situation, but I think that the Bears will could make some noise. They they still have to get through the Packers and everybody yeah. though. You know, yeah. Minnesota is looking really good. Um, as far as the AFC is concerned, I, I see. You know, the, the tried and true teams are there. You're going to have to Patriots. deal with the Patriots. You're going to have to deal with the Steelers. Yes. And then the newcomers, the Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers. Um, yeah. The Chargers are definitely a dark horse. I don't know where they quite fit into all of this. I still think that Kansas City can can you beat know, them. You know who my dark horse is? Game. You know who, who my dark horse is? Who you got? I got the Tennessee Titans. As my ah, dark horse. Interesting. They because did, they did win some games, some playoff games last year. Did they did you see what they did to uh the Patriots this uh last week? Did you see what they did? I, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the score. What was it, like thirty five? Thirty four to ten. Thirty four to ten, yeah. If you watch that game, Tennessee dominated from the start of the game to the end of the game. Uh they had Mike Vrabel, man. <laughs> that defense is uh, like I didn't even think that defense was that good. Like they did, they. I mean, oh my goodness! They made Tom Brady look so bad. They they made him look old. Yeah, they made I, him look old. Like he was he, he was like he was supposed to be. Yes, like he he was human again. Exactly, he was human again. They and made him look bad. They got after him. They sacked him. Uh, they didn't get a turnover. I don't I don't believe they got a turnover in that game. But uh, yeah, they made. I mean, and and of course, no Gronkowski helps. I mean, oh yeah. There's there's solely oh, so yeah. much Josh Gordon can do because Josh Gordon isn't Josh Gordon, but no Gronkowski <laughs> equals success everywhere else. Sober Josh Gordon is not as good. As <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a bad joke. Bad joke. But uh, yeah, Josh I just, Gordon is doing his thing. Shout out to him. <laughs> but I think my dark horse would be the Tennessee Titans. So I mean, we I will. What about Houston? Houston as well. That AFC. South to me just looks really, really crazy. Yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson really is crazy. playing at a high level, high level, and so. actually JJ Watt might 
Knock might finish the season. I mean, he might. He just might. I mean, yes. Please don't jinx him, but it, it's looking good. We have not heard J.J. Watt is out again. So he's not. Good. He hasn't been in the injury report all season. So that's that's good. Yeah, he's a former defensive player of the year, and it's just like uh, okay. So if you stay on the field, yes. you and Clowney are nearly unstoppable. Unstoppable. So. I mean, and and yeah, I, I just I I think Houston is. I think I give the the edge to the to Titans a little bit more than Houston. Uh, simply because that defense is just that good. That defense is the leading, the number one scoring defense in the in the in the league by far. Yeah, and uh, it's hard to run on that team. That team is put together with uh, um, uh, Mariota has an ugly throw, uh, probably because <laughs> probably because of his injury to his elbow. But his throw, he's he was making big big time throws, big throws against against uh, Cowboys against the Cowboys. Um, and then it, it just it just ran over into the Patriots game when he was just hitting third downs, third and fifteen, third and ten, third and seven. Yeah. Like it was it was ridiculous. So yeah, I just that's my dark horse. Um, I was I did go for the ja- uh, Jaguars. That was, that was my team for a little while. Uh, yeah, but they too. can't they can't get away from uh, Blake Bortles, and Blake Bortles <laughs> is the reason why that team is just just terrible. Yeah, not not looking good. That defense is, has collapsed a little bit, and Blake Bortles has not been able to carry the load. So, did, did you hear what J- about Jalen uh, Ramsey? What he said, his his cryptic messages that he's done with the uh, the Jaguars the and all that, and they said that he was doing some rogue stuff in coverage oh, uh, Sunday, kind of going going off ske- off schedule and not caring anymore. I mean. That's the, that's the that's youth. The that's thing. the youth coming out in him. Uh, if even if you don't like it, play like okay. Public service announcement to all the young bloods out here: if you don't like something, don't just discard it. Work hard, mm-hmm. do what you got to do, and then when your opportunity comes, walk through it and leave where you are. Don't just yeah. don't just don't just quit and then expect somebody to pick you up somewhere else. And not only that, you you had so much to say, and you were so um, confident, yes, and boisterous um, when you were winning, yes. But now, when you're losing, it's like your leadership just completely crumbles, and you're not even you don't have your head in the game, exactly. And I that's that just doesn't sit right with me. No, those are not qualities that I choose in an MVP candidate. Of the NFL, not that a defensive player would ever, ever win. get it. But. <laughs> but who do you have as the MVP? The early, I guess this is technically kind of early. Well, I was going to say MVP. first, first and foremost. All that being said about Jalen Ramsey, I would still want him in Philadelphia. <laughs> Anyways, um, my my He's the real MVP. Yes, my early MVP. Honestly, everybody's trying to give it to uh, Patrick Mahomes. I want to give it to Drew Brees because Drew Brees is having one whale of a season. I like um, that. I like he that. He is he is he's he's leading the league in completion percentage. Um he has uh, one of the best turnover to touchdown ratios I have seen in ever. I mean, he's turned the ball over once, maybe twice, a couple fumbles, but uh for the most part he's turned the ball over. He's he's only thrown one interceptions. He on one interception, he has um 21 turn uh, 21 touchdowns and not to mention he has a new receiver in Brandon Marshall. So Oh yeah, they did get him. Yep. Yes. So And he definitely passed um uh oh geez, who did he pass again? He has uh, joined the 500 touchdown club. Yes. He, yes. So yeah, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, and Tom Brady are in that exclusive club 
and he's in there finally. Yes. We, knew, we knew that he was going to get there. Oh, soon. He's definitely he's going to be leading it by the by the end of it. Oh yeah. Well, he's it's going to be a while before he catches Manning with 539. But uh, yeah, he's going to be Brett Favre easily. 508 for Brett Favre. Um, I think uh, Drew Brees is at 502 right now. Yeah. So yeah. No, I I like that pick. I think Mahomes is a hard one because he's a rookie. I don't know if you no, he's a rookie a, of he's the a, year. He's a oh, he's, he's a second, he's a second year, player. year. You're yeah. right. He's second year. Um, he feels like a rookie because he didn't. He play does. Year. He does. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I, I that's ooh, that's a good sneaky pick. But Drew Brees has done so much this year that he probably could get it. And yeah. I don't, I don't think he's ever won an MVP. No, he hasn't. So, that, and that's the problem. He yeah. for for what he's done for that organization, he needs an MVP. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the show where we get into our rapid fire segment. Huh? I don't even know what that means. Oh, you know what it means. We are going to go off the top of the dome really quick with a couple of topics that really stuck out to us. Number one being uh, the Warriors are being incredibly bold. Their organization has decided to sell game passes that are $100 a month with no view of the court. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You will only get to show up at the arena and eat at the restaurants, buy jerseys, but you will not be allowed to actually view the game from seats. Do you really think fans will pay for this, Hugh? Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> we are, as fans, are really stupid at some point. I mean, look at it. I mean, I understand you want to be around the, the, the excitement of the game and you want to do this and do that. But if I'm at a game and I'm actually paying money to go to the stadium, yeah. I'm going to see the players play. Yes. That's, that is I the reason why I pay. Exactly. I'm not paying just to go have an experience. If I want to do that, I can paint my house yellow and... <laughs> <laughs> and put basketball courts on both sides and stuff like that. Put that, a big Golden Gate Bridge exactly. somewhere. If, if I wanted to do that, that's what I would do. No, I, I went to the game to watch basketball players play. Yes. So that's what I'm going to do. Yes, I want to hear the squeak, squeak, squeak of the shoes. Exactly. <laughs> well, there were some, some concerns over what would happen to the players um, in the Los Angeles Rams versus the... Uh, oh, geez, is it the Oakland Raiders? No. Uh, the Rams versus the Chiefs. Versus the Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. Huge matchup this week that was supposed to take place in Mexico City, but the field was not up to par. They decided to move that game to LA. Great story. The Los Angeles Rams are actually going to give away free tickets to first responders that are helping with the fires Beautiful. in California, and we love it. We absolutely, absolutely love it. We uh, we give uh, the Rams organization high praise for that. Yes. Uh, but players have threatened to boycott the game. Um, uh, that game that was in Mexico City because of the conditions were so bad. Uh, how do you feel about the NFL changing this game, Hugh? Um, player safety is no. If, if player safety is number one, first and foremost, that's yeah. what they should have done in the yes. first place. Uh, it, I don't understand why it took a player boycott, a threatened boycott, to change their <laughs> mind. If they had gone down there and seen the, I mean, we saw the picture of yes. the field. Yes, it's horrible. It's okay. I will say it's pretty bad, but the Dolphins had a similar field a couple weeks ago I, with all that rain. Well, I it mean, wasn't their fault. Well, it was I mean, all that rain. well, I mean, this looked a little, this looked a little, little bit worse. Unless, yeah. unless they're going to put down artificial turf and all that yeah. stuff and, and make it a little bit better. Um, I'm not risking my health because you know, guess what? The playoffs are coming up. These are two playoff contending teams. Yes. So yes. why would you get somebody majorly hurt and then and now ruin? 
everything. That doesn't make any sense. So I like what they did. Yes, and I like that it was a quick, swift movement. NFL just decided, okay, we can't do this. Switch it. LA gets their their home uh, field advantage, yeah. which I think is going to be huge because this is a big game. Kansas City, Kansas City only re- has one loss. This is a revenge game, actually. Yes, yes, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. What was very interesting slash boring the other night was very the boring. Mavs versus the Jazz. The Mavs beat the Jazz by 50 points. That is an incredibly bad loss. I saw a stat that said it's the second um, highest margin of victory for the Mavs, second highest margin of defeat for the Jazz. Wow. So it's ridiculous how much of a point spread that was. I believe it was 118 yes, to 68. 68. Yep. Oh, my goodness. How did this happen, and will this loss define the season for the Jazz? Mr. Huber Blayland. I don't think it'll define the Jazz at all because uh, the season's 82 games. We're only huh, maybe about... 18 games in yeah. uh, so it's a long there's a, season. It's a long, a long season to go uh, but what happened was the stats don't lie uh, the Jazz scored 13 points in the third quarter and 9 points in the fourth quarter yep. that's a high school score guys that's a high school <laughs> score now that's a high school women's score girl score I should say excuse me because you know some of these games in uh, 45 to 2 yeah I've seen I've seen women's scores where they're like uh, 68 to 14 uh, stuff like that so yeah I don't know what was going on out there in in, in, in yeah. Utah but when you got Duke putting up 118 um, <laughs> they need Zelon really bad right now Zion, Zion. Sorry, Zelon. Zion. yes <laughs> um, absolutely well that would do it for our rapid fire segment let's get into the hot topic of the week I just want to clarify something because it'll, it'll sound up? weird. I didn't mean that to sound uh, sexist or anything like that, <laughs> uh, but I'm just being too, factual. Being factual, I have <laughs> seen scores where some women's scores were uh, 68 to 14. Well, um, let's put it this way. So it, it's, it doesn't have to do with men or women because I've seen men's scores where they, high they school scores, I have, yes. yes. Men high school scores where it's like 45 to 50. Yeah. So, and I've actually been a part of a, not a varsity game, but a game where <clears throat> my team only scored 12 points. <clears throat> <clears throat> Moving on, right along. You know <laughs> who else into, can, Going into basketball, yes. Yeah, you know who else can't score any points? Carmelo Anthony. Yes, Carmelo. Uh, what quick question. Is he done for the, for, is his career over? You... I think that there are teams out there that could use him. I LA. think that he, <laughs> I hope not. Um, I think that he is potentially too proud. New York. Oh, please. No, no. I, he needs to go to like a, he goes to the unicorn. I, go play with the unicorn. You know, it's weird. I was going to say he needs to go to like an Oklahoma city, but no, no. <laughs> he just was there. Whoa. Whoa. He was just you know where he there. needs to go. He needs to go to the jazz. They I, need somebody. After I will loss. take him in Orlando. I will take him in Orlando. If nothing else to sell seat, sell tickets, I will take him in Orlando. Well, good for you. Um, <laughs> there is nowhere in the league, in my opinion, that he should go. I mean, I think he's he's pretty much done for for his career. He's had a he has had a, a hollow. Even though it's not been a playoff filled 
um, you know, career, career that he's had. Yeah. He's had Not very a lot much, of postseason yes, stats. Yes, very good success in Olympic basketball. He's had uh, a good a good career in the league. He's been uh, a league leader in in certain categories and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I think I think uh, Carmelo needs to 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 ride the sunset. I mean, I would the only place I would consider him signing if I was ever gonna if I was in his shoes would be to play for play, play with his best friend. I mean, LeBron that's, James. And that's, that's 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 yeah. about the only because LeBron's gonna carry that team. We all know LeBron is gonna end up being LeBron and carrying the the Lakers to the finals anyway. So. Why not carry yeah. Carmelo to the finals as well? Because he couldn't <laughs> carry a team himself. Yeah, no, I saw uh, a stat the other day. Carmelo was one of very few NBA players to average twenty points for fourteen straight seasons. His first fourteen in the year in the league. Yes, he's a very That's talented a, person. Yeah, he can. He's one of the greatest scorers that the league has ever seen. Shooters. I mean, yeah. back before. Uh, Steph Curry went and ruined the game with his three-point shooting ability. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> Carmelo, man, Car- Curry. Carmelo was the guy that would come out and he just he just hit threes from anywhere. Um, but yeah, I just, I just it's sad to see it see it happen. But Carmelo, I think he's he's it's it'd be a good idea for him to just kind of kind of ride this out into the sunset. Um, go probably, on a retirement tour like D Wade. Yes, take a take a job at ESPN because you know that's coming. Uh, <laughs> ESPN, NBA, NBA TV, FS1, uh, something. I yeah. mean, because at this point, at this point, you've done what you can do. Yeah, it's it's sad. I, I think that if he, oh man, he's he's just not comfortable coming off the bench. If he was comfortable coming off the bench and scoring ten plus games, ten plus points consistently. That would be amazing. But yes. He's, he's not. No. He's not. And that's that's a major bummer. Yes. Major bummer. Uh, looking ahead at uh, the place where he might land, L.A., uh, LeBron is really having to carry these uh, baby Lakers. Yes. Similar to the baby Braves, the baby Lakers. And he's been frustrated and he said said things like that and said he had to be very patient. But now they're eight and six and looking good. So, do you think that they figure some figured something out? Uh, T- Tyson Chandler was a huge Addition. pickup. Oh, yeah. yeah, huge pickup for them. Yes, I uh, think I think I think the right pieces are coming into place. Um, and I think once the season's over, um, and he reflects on this, because I don't think they will end up doing very well in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have a lot of things to figure out. I mean, yeah, granted, like we said, it's a long season. And they can put some, they can put together a couple good runs, but you think they'll? So you think they will miss the playoffs? No, they won't miss the playoffs. They, will, I mean, LeBron will never miss the playoffs. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't care if he's on the uh, the Nets. I don't care if he's on what's the, what's the worst team in the league right now? The Cavs. <laughs> so what he did with the Cavs? The Suns. The, the Suns are the best. Okay, so I don't care if he's on the Suns team. He he will make the playoffs. <laughs> that the playoffs that's automatic. But yeah. um, he can win at least forty games by like himself. He, yeah, yes. he's, he's good for forty games. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, I just, I just don't think they have the firepower even to keep up with you know the the OKC because OKC is on a run. They're on they've, a tear. they've won what four of the last five that they played. Paul George is out of his mind right now. It's and Schroeder coming off the bench is a good change of pace. But get, but get this. Westbrook has not been in the it, Westbrook's been injured for the last three games. Yes, they've done this yes. without their main player. Yeah, 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, everything just seems to be coming into its own in Oklahoma City. Exactly. And it didn't look like that the first four games of the season. Exactly. But a switch has uh, been flipped. And I think the Lakers are also coming into their own as well. Yeah, I mean, again, Tyson Chandler can't. Can't underplay how big of a pickup that was. Yes, he, that he, veteran leadership and that that mentality that he brings to the game aligns with LeBron so much yeah. that it's crazy when you see them just kind of gel on the court. Exactly. I mean, I I agree a hundred percent. They they went on and got a good move. Uh, I think the next step would be, and I, there's rumors swirling. There's rumors swirling around that uh, KD. He's coming. Oh, yes. We have got to get into this. Anthony Davis, he's coming too. I've heard that too. But <laughs> oh, mostly man. KD. I think KD is <laughs> he's ready. Yeah. He's K- ready. Why do you say that, Hubert? Um, he's signed with Clutch Sports. Um, yeah. He's uh, has uh, uh, a, a decent rapport. He's worked out with LeBron. But the most important reason is mm-hmm. the Warriors are falling apart. Oh, are they? Warriors are falling apart. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. I, I just can't believe what is going on. That altercation during their the Warriors-Clippers game about, uh, what, two, three days ago? Yeah. Um, in L.A., the game went into overtime. Draymond Green gets a rebound right before the end of regulation, pushes it up the court while KD is calling for the ball, and he ends up turning it over. On the bench after that play, KD is clapping at Draymond, telling him, you should have given me the ball. Draymond ends up yelling and calling KD all types of names that we won't get into. Yeah. Beep, beep, yeah. beep, 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 And, uh, you know, it's it's just really interesting. I always say, I'll say it, I've said it once, I say it a million times, you can't win a championship on paper. No matter how good your team is on exactly. paper, you have to win the games. You have to be healthy. You have to show up. You have to play together as a team. I cannot make this up. That's exactly what it is. It's That's the exactly truth. what it it's is. It's the truth. And, you know, Katie has been asked about this recently, and uh, this is what he had to say. Did, did he cross the line with anything last night that was said? I'm going to keep that in house. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what we do here. I mean, obviously, I know you guys got a job to do, but I'm not trying to get nobody no headlines. What happened, happened. We're trying to move on. Just trying to play basketball. He's just trying to play basketball. I mean, that's all mm-hmm. part of it because guess what? You're in a league of not just basketball. You're in the league of entertainment. Yeah. So this is entertainment. This is this we, we, drama. we kept talking about over the the course of the off season how uh, the end of NBA has been been relevant throughout the whole off season <laughs> because of the drama that's in the NBA. Yep. So yeah. this is what drives people to want to watch the NBA. Yes. Is all the drama that happens in it. Teammates, teammates exactly. going at each other on the best team. It was um, reported that Clay Thompson. After that game where they ended up losing to the Clippers, said something along the lines of, we are the best team in the NBA. The only team that can beat us is ourselves. And, and I agree with that 100%. It's very true. Yes, I it's, agree with that 100%. It's very true. And so if they implode from the inside, oh, man. That that just to me that's I, as much as I love the Warriors, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I just I, I love that. That's the magic fan inside you. Stop it. <laughs> well, it's the magic fan, and then it's also the Laker fan. How I feel Stop about it. this podcast, man. I'm, I'm just I'm trying to have a moment. <laughs> exactly the uncertainty of sports. No matter what bet somebody made at the beginning of the season, oh yeah, of course the Warriors are going to win, right? Now we have this whole 
new situation that's brewing that has completely changed the landscape of the NBA. Because everybody knows that KD might be leaving. Everybody knows that his contract is up <laughs> at the end of the season. Exactly. Contract that's funny. Be- he's leaving. <laughs> he's gone after this year. He, he, he's already he's already talked to LeBron. Hey, hey, uh, book my ticket. Um, I'm coming in. I'm coming in the day after we win the cha- <laughs> the finals <laughs> championship. I'm coming in. Don't yeah. worry about that. I'm yeah. not even joining. I'm not even coming to the party. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to the after party. I'm coming in. I'm going to work next day. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's there's so much at stake here, right? Because there's the three peat on the line for the Warriors. Does KD and Draymond make it long enough to actually get that three peat done? Um, the Warriors suspended Draymond Green for a game because of this incident, which clearly shows that they're taking KD's side on this. You know what I heard about that? What? I heard that KD, uh, or not KD, Draymond uh, was was ready to fight uh, Steve Kerr in the locker room, and they did not suspend KD for that. But as soon as they get an altercation with another teammate, he suspends uh, Draymond Green. I'm like, yes, that's kind of hypocritical, maybe. Yeah, they said about two, I think it was two years ago. Uh, Draymond Green and Steve Kerr got very heated in the locker room, almost to the point of challenging each other to fight. So, I, I if you're not gonna keep that same energy, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I really don't know what's going on. I, I think at this point, Draymond Green. He's always been that guy to me. He's the guy that you love to have on your team you hate to play against. Yeah. And his passion is great. It's what drives him, but it's also a very thin line. Yeah. I mean, this a is a very thin line. Yeah. This is, this is what I heard. This is what I think of when I hear a fight between anybody and Draymond Green. This is, this is all I hear. Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> Can I, are you done? Are you done? That's it. That's all, that's all I hear. Like, it's, I feel like, I feel like Draymond talks a little bit more than you'd actually do anything. Uh, I think Draymond is is borderline. Like honestly, man, I think, he, do you think he's worse than uh, uh, Lance Stevenson? Yes, I think he's more. He's worse than Lance Stevenson. I think he's kind of like a almost like a Ron Artest mixed with a uh, Dennis Rodman. Mm. I've always compared him to like a more talented Dennis Rodman in terms of playmaking. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so he does all the dirty work. He gets in other people's faces. He's but he can't score on defense. Um, yeah, Dray- can, Draymond he, can score way more than, than, but Dennis Rodman could score back in the day. Right. Like when he was early in the league. Um, but no, like honestly, he does all the dirty work and he's that guy that you just hate to play against. Yeah. But when I he's agree. on your team, you're like, oh yeah, that's my guy. Unless <laughs> he's KD. Unless, exactly. <laughs> Which is so crazy that, K- that Draymond would bring up the, the contract situation in the middle of a game. I mean, Draymond's the, the guy that actually helped recruit KD. Exactly. After the finals. How ironic losing. is that? Yeah. This is, and so many people are asking if they can, they can make up like we played in the clip. I, I don't know, man. This is going to be interesting to watch for the rest of the season. This is better than the Minnesota Timberwolves watch that we've been doing. Oh my goodness. Which came to an end because Jimmy Butler finally got traded to the Sixers. I well, think we, I mean, did we mention that? Uh, I think we did last week. Yeah, yeah. we did. And he, um, his debut was, eh, okay. They lost. He only scored 15 points. I'm laughing because you don't even know what happened. They don't even know what happened. But yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I, I, I just, I just think that, that, the Warriors did not really handle the situation the best that they could. Um, Draymond clearly was the, was the, he wasn't the antagonist. He, uh, he definitely was the reactor. Yeah. Uh, KD was the antagonist. I mean, 
KD could have handled that situation better. I mean, come yeah, he could pull, pull him off to the side. Look, man, I was wide open. I, I, you know, let me get that shot and 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 you know stuff like that. You got to know as a lead, one of the leaders on your team. You got to know the personalities. That's one of the biggest things. You got to know the personalities of your your teammates. Yes, you know. I mean, it's like it's like LeBron. <laughs> he knows everybody on the team. Yeah. He knows Brandon Ingram. Oh, guess what? He's he's a, he's a fireball. I don't think I don't think I mean why do you think he pulled Chris Paul away from uh, away from that situation it's like hey yeah. I'm protecting you right now even yeah. though that looked bad on him he knew his teammates he yes. knew Brandon he, those young guys on the Lakers are going to scrap they don't, they don't care about the they don't care about the career they don't care about they don't care about uh winning games they don't care about the organization how it looks yeah they all they care about is oh you offend you you uh you 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 bowed up to me all right well we go we go scrap yeah, they're crap. they're young and they have something to prove. And then on top of and, and then in Rondo's case, it's I just don't like Chris Paul. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, you know, like that's 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 a whole another thing. Well, like, I mean, but, yeah, but the point is, as a leader, you should know exactly who your who your teammates are, their tendencies, um, how they react to certain situations. And KD did not do a great job of doing that. No, not so, at all. Not at all. A lot of people are at fault at this thing, and and hopefully at the end of the at the end of this at the end of the season, or towards the end of the season, I hope that they figure it out because it's a beautiful thing to watch Warriors basketball. Yes, I, and I would say that with the most un, <laughs> I, uh, with the most hate filled, not hate filled, I, I dislike for for the Warriors as I can, but they are who we thought they were. Yeah, and this opens the door for so many teams to take advantage and potentially get into the NBA Finals. Yes. We just want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening all season long. We know that you caught every episode, 1 through 36. Yes. Honestly, if you if you did, hit us up. Email us, ydkjpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at ydkjpodcast. Uh, thank you all for subscribing and listening uh we see the likes on soundcloud appreciate that uh you can subscribe at apple Podcasts, google play Podcasts, or on soundcloud like i mentioned hit us up ydkjpodcast.com on the website we will get that blog post up so that you can see our great college football bracket yes anything else that's it all right this is you don't know jack we are the outsiders looking in my name is chris brown and i'm Hubert maitland and we'll catch you next season potentially yes (laughs) 